All right. We are bringing Derp Fam in three, two, one. Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to episode 207 of the Guardian Hub podcast, where we talk destiny, interview guests, and talk about our love of the game. And this week, not only do we have love of the game, but we have love of a very special guest. You may recognize this name if you've been in the community for a while. What's the name, Sin? Putting Sin on the spot. That's right. And I'm you, totally you helped, muted. You helped but, organize this first. <laughs> but uh, some know him as uh, Lance. Other know him from others know him from Destiny Reset Podcast as Arrow Knight. Hello, everybody. How's it going? Hey, <laughs> thanks for having well, me. I, I, I felt like it might be like reflex to say hello and welcome, Guardians. <laughs> I would uh, kind of that expect that been... at this point. I might uh, fanboy a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How's it going? Yeah, we're great. Hopefully you're doing good, like Sin said. Um, you know, it, it's so funny. Like, okay, let's let's just put it out here first. But like people that listen to our podcast, sometimes we get comments like, Oh man, it's like so cool that you do that. And oh, I got to play with Sin. <laughs> well, no one really says that, but I got to play with Kingsley or I got to play with Dez back in the day. <laughs> but uh, now it's like we're like, oh, wow, we're talking to Arrow Knight. And it's only Man, it, because, you know, you guys were the first podcast I listened to, so I still respect that. So, Dude, it, it seems like forever ago. It, well, I guess it was a bit ago, but you guys now, we were talking about this the other day. You met uh, as part of the Dirt fam, right? Like this awesome thing you guys have and have had going for almost longer than, than our show went at this point, I think. Pretty close. But yeah, we met through DRP. Yeah. That's, oh, yeah. that's so cool. Um yeah, that's so awesome. Uh, well, I, I appreciate the uh, talking there, Aaron Knight on the podcast, but uh, dude, it's you guys' podcast is very similar, and I've caught the last several episodes. But like Cyborg and I always did, it was it was just party chat, man. It was just a couple of guys yeah. hanging out, playing Destiny, talking Destiny, and people, other guardians enjoy it. It's it's cool. It's just a couple of other guardians doing the thing and and experiencing what everybody does, right? Yeah, exactly. And For sure. and that's why it's it is one of these things that um everyone has different styles of what they like to do for their shows. There's other Destiny podcasts out there and I feel like we've also gotten in a good groove where it's still fun for us right now, so we're still going. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, don't want to yeah, make it awesome. too much work. <laughs> no, for sure. Yeah, and that that was always always a thing for Cyborg and I. We it it was always fun. We both enjoyed creating content and and the Dirt fam, it, it was just always about, they, they kept it awesome. The community was amazing. You guys were amazing. And it's like, you know, this is fun. We're going to make this fun. We want it to be fun for our team. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things. It, it's like they're just 
so many things started going on and it's crazy. It was actually just right before COVID, you know, and it wasn't even right in the midst of that. But um, at some point it would be fun to do like a, uh, cause we started to taper off just a little bit. The show's got a little bit further apart there um, when we got into the later two hundreds, but well, I guess mid two hundreds, but um, uh, it was like, you know, uh, a reunion show or something would, would be really cool. I'm not saying it, 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 I'll happen or it could happen, but I'm just saying, you know, it, it would be fun. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And there's nothing yeah. wrong, nothing wrong with even that and then pausing again or stopping, whatever. But, yeah. you know, it's so fun to bring people together. And one thing I want to mention in case anyone's not sure what we're saying by DERP or DRP, that stands for Destiny Reset. And you probably have heard us say that in the past, but I just wanted to let anyone yeah. know who wasn't quite sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't even remember. At some point, we. I always liked the idea of using family. Um, you know, it was just like a, uh, uh, it's similar to your community. It just, it's a, it's a cool thing for the community. It's kind of a warm thing. You know, it just brings people together. It's kind of a strong word. And uh, somewhere dirt fam came along. I don't even remember who came up with it and uh, it just turned into a thing. And uh, yeah, I know you just assume people uh, know what that means. And it probably sounds like a really weird made up word if they don't. <laughs> Everyone should know. <laughs> if yeah. you don't know, then shame yeah. on you. It's <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but but I mean that's always fun, and we may talk more about that as we go on the show. But you have some really cool ventures and things you're working on right now. So maybe tell us a little bit, and then I, I do have some questions about you. You, but tell us what you're working with. I believe you have an end user gaming channel and all the such in Discord. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So just briefly, you know. Leading into that, um, way back in the day before Destiny Reset, I did a uh, like a 10-episode podcast with a buddy of mine here, uh, a good friend of mine that lives near me. And we actually, on our 10th episode, it was a gaming podcast, we got the community manager from Clay Entertainment on it. And that was like a huge thing for us. I mean, this is pre-Destiny Reset, like I said. So, you know, learned some things there and then, and then jumped into uh, Destiny Reset. I love... You guys at this point have probably picked up on this, but I love branding. I love creating content. I love logos, design, all that kind of stuff. And it all just kind of meshes together when you're playing video games and stuff like that and you try to create content. But um, so, yeah, Destiny Reset happens. Met Cyborg on a from a post I put on Reddit. That was history. Um, obviously, some know that story, and uh, that was an amazing experience. And then my kid kiddos are getting older, you know, they're not, I mean, they're, you know, nine and five about to be 10 and six, but it's always been kind of a dream of mine too, to do that with the kiddos, you know, and, um, uh, they play video games, of course. Uh, and it's like, I had this idea for a name forever ago. I think if you go look at the end muser, it's E N D M U S E R. If you look at our YouTube channel, I think I registered the channel in 2012. I looked at it the other day. Um, but yeah, so the idea behind it is, um, it's kind of a play on end user and user kind of a reflective thinker. I don't even know if that's officially a word in the dictionary, but again, the branding thing, I love it. So yeah, end user, uh, is, is the, the brand I'm kind of doing it. Uh, I am doing it with the family, with the kiddos and wife. And it's, uh, it's just a general thing, man. It's not super specific. I know a lot of the things tell you to be specific and that's how you build an audience and i'm like man it would be really cool if at least on the discord side of things to kind of bring everyone together 
from all those outlets, you know, from our gaming YouTube, uh, you know, a collecting YouTube that we have and stuff like that that we're working on. So anyways, yeah, it's just really kind of a passion for it. And like I said, when you get the kiddos involved, it kind of adds a whole nother layer. All the dads know what I'm talking about when your kids start <laughs> yeah. playing video games. My son, he just started playing well he's played destiny but just since lightfall dropped i can see it in his eyes he's like dad i want to play destiny i want to play some more destiny uh my daughter's not quite old enough yet but you know she's playing the roblox and the the fortnite creative and stuff like that but you know what i'm talking about when you start playing games with your kids and stuff so yeah and um yeah tell us about some games you've really enjoyed lately creating content for or even just playing if you didn't create content for them yeah, Besides I mean, Destiny, I, yeah. yeah, so Destiny is, is always a favorite. It's interesting because over the last year, I, I've i taken more, I guess you would call, of a break from Destiny. I mean, I played it straight from PS Alpha to when we, you know, um, stopped doing the podcast, pretty much. There was a few breaks in there towards the end of the podcast, but... Um, I mean, that's a long time to play a video game. So it was kind of like a little bit of a healthy break here and there. I think maybe one season, I forget which season it was. Maybe I didn't play any of that season, but I usually would dabble in the first part of the season and then um, kind of taper off at the end. But I don't know what's going on with Lifeball. Like I said, it's it's always a favorite in Destiny. I always consider a constant game, but I'm like fully hooked again right now with Lifeball. But um, yeah, so I'm just sprinkling stuff in. I love video games. I was playing Wild Hearts. We posted a video the other day on our channel. It was, uh, how do you handle your gaming backlog? Because I have games, which this is old school at this point, but I have games on my shelf that still have wrappers on them. Like, I don't know <laughs> yeah. at what point I'm going to, I need to start finishing games. I bought Hogwarts. I bought Wild Hearts. Um, right? That's right. It sounds weird for re some reason. Um, and, uh, was playing those a little bit, Pokemon on the switch, you know, so we, it's kind of one of those things as far as the content goes, we're busy, you know, like you guys are busy. I'm busy. Family's busy. So it's like, okay, try to figure out in your daily schedule, how you can do all this, have fun and still be able to kind of create content. So it's one of those, you know, like when we have time, we do the thing and, and record and try to put some stuff out there and just like you said at the very beginning with your community, just have fun, make sure you're having fun doing it. So that's kind of it in a nutshell, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And I'm looking at your channel here. Lots of cool. How'd you like God of war? I see that in there. Yeah. Another game uh, in the backlog. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's fun, man. It's, it's God of war was good. I, well, again, I have the other one. I think I got it. I can't remember when I, when I got the second one. Um, but I have this thing, I said this in, in one of our videos too, I don't know if you guys are the same, I have to, if I go back to a game, and it's been very long at all, I want to start it over. Like, I want to completely immerse myself, I don't want to have forgotten any details, and I think that's why I don't finish them sometimes, or a lot of times, because I start them over. I don't know if people will just jump back in the middle when they go back to a game, but then I'll I'll go back and I'll start a game over because I want to play the sequel, and then I don't even make it through the, the first game because I'll jump back on Destiny, or I'll jump back on Fortnite or Warzone. <laughs> I don't know... It, your community needs to let me know if this is just a me problem or if everybody experiences this with gaming. I'm these pretty days. sure it's an everybody problem. So okay. much content to consume at all times. Like you said, with busy well, dude, I, and kids and everything, it is hard to keep up. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you throw creating content in the mix, you know, it's again, that's something you enjoy. Obviously, or you wouldn't do it, but you try to like, I'm always trying to think about how we can do it inside of our schedule. So not, not, 
so it doesn't become work, but so that you can do it consistently. You know what I mean? So that, it, you know, it, it may be that it's a month before another video goes up on our channel. And then all of a sudden we have five and two weeks. So it's like trying to figure out on a daily basis or a, you know, a few day basis, like, you know, how you can fit it into your daily schedule. But, um, yeah, uh, as long as we're having fun though, right. That's kind of, yeah, that's the main thing. Sure. I think Sin has a lot of games on his shelf that. <laughs> hey, hey, now I have a few. I did finish God of War. I did finish Final Fantasy. I did finish Hogwarts. At least the main story. Now I didn't one hundred percent them, and that's yeah. What's one... your percentage in that game? <laughs> I don't even know. I, I, if I look, it would, it would probably aggravate me because I do like to complete things, especially yeah, when yeah. I was on the hunt for triumphs in Destiny. Like there was a time where I was like knocking off triumphs in Destiny and just trying to. Mm -hmm. like, Everything and I'm like, I kind of backed yeah. off that a little bit recently because there is so much to consume at all times. Yeah, there's and and I don't I think I maybe said this in one of our videos. I feel like it's we've talked so much over the last few weeks. I feel like we've talked about all this stuff, but um it's the I feel like when I was a kid, and again, this is 25 plus years ago. Like I would wait for the monthly magazine just to see that. Yes. And I'm aging myself, obviously it's like <laughs> just to see the previews that are in game informer, you know? And then it's like, there would be one or two games maybe. And maybe it's cause I mean, we didn't have our own income and like, we'd have to ask for stuff for, you know, holidays and our birthdays and stuff. But, um, I felt like there was two games that you would just consume for the entire year. Maybe like we played golden eye forever um but now it's like and, and it was in it was in the fall you know like that's when stuff came out just right before christmas now it's like you gotta sit down in january and look at the year and be like okay what strategically am i gonna pick up and if you don't do that then you just do what i do and you end up buying you know 30 games in the year and you're like which one did i finish but yeah <laughs> you gotta make a spreadsheet right i, I know yeah, you exactly. like to create spreadsheets love the spreadsheets yes <laughs> let's see what am i allowed to play this next week what am i allowed exactly. to play? Yep. and and all games are so big you know like i remember my cousin and i dude we played we played that snow level in goldeneye we thought it looked so real and so cool we played that like third or fourth level i, I don't remember for sure in goldeneye where you had to snipe the dudes in the like all dressed up in their hoodies and stuff right outside of the trailer we were like this looks so real we probably played that one level intro like a hundred times now it's like, like you said, Sin, there's just, I mean, there's an endless amount of content to be had on any game of your choosing. So. Oh, yeah. I'm kind of curious. You mentioned uh, with the magazines and as a kid, and you're kind of like excited about games. So I'm going to preface this with a story. And I told this on a different podcast. Uh, might have been even this one. Um, when I was a kid for Christmas time, like young, I remember N64 and getting gifts and, and games for Christmas. I remember, um, you know, getting into where the presents were. I would get a gift and I would open the side of it. And one of it, one of them was a game. I don't remember what the game is at this point, but I literally cut the plastic, opened up the side, pulled the N64 game out, replaced it with another one, retaped it back together, put it back in the present pile and then played it all the way up through Christmas and unwrapped it. There you and go. I was surprised. Is there a game oh, like man. you went out of your way to play uh, when you were younger or any games that you remember, you know, when you were younger or any kind of fun stories like that? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, some that immediately come to mind. I remember uh, it might have been Mortal Kombat 2 uh, was a big one. 
Um, and then I remember, um, do you remember the Jurassic Park game? I think it was on Sega. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that game was so fun. I, and I loved that movie. I used to, that, that was when I got my first like home theater set in my bedroom. And I would watch that scene on Jurassic Park where the helicopter flies in initially to the island with that music, like mm-hmm. over and over again on my new, you know, my home theater system, you know, with five little speakers. But anyways, that's moving back to the video game. So when, that video game, I remember that one was like, that one was a big deal. Um, yeah, it's, I remember the Christmas, the Christmas time too. <laughs> it's like, it's like, all right, what, uh, I still do it to this day though. What am I talking about? I'm like, okay, which video game or two am I going to ask for this Christmas? Cause it's always like, like one video game. And then the other thing you reminded me of is the, uh, uh, I don't know how close you guys are to my age. I'm sure we've talked about this before. Wait, didn't we just send you and I just talked about this? Are we the same age? Uh, very close. King, Kingsley's the boomer yeah. here. No, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was you and me, Sin, that were just talking in, in our Discord the other night. And I'm like, dude, you're the same age as me. Um, yep. But uh, let me ask you this then. And this is still a thing sometimes, but it's getting less and less. And I'm very, there's two things I'm, I mean, I'm, you know, you're proud as a lot of things with as being a dad. But uh, one is when my kiddos grab the controller from me, not from me, if they grab the controller and somehow their settings got changed and they're non-inverted, they give me the controller and they're like, something's not right with this controller. So I'm super happy that they both play inverted. Um, the second thing is when we open a video game, if you can still get one physical, you know, or if we have like a book or Pokemon cards or something like that, the smell. Do you remember when you were a kid and you'd open a video game and the, the full thick color manual was in there and that smell that was in, in the fresh, freshly opened Heck, video games? That's just me. I even oh, remember blowing into NES cartridges too. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yep. Yeah, okay, Boomerson. <laughs> Crack me up. Yeah, I've got, I've got, uh, what do I have over here in our game room? I've got Desert Glory. No, uh, Desert Glory is a SOCOM map. Oh, I, you knew I wouldn't make it through this podcast without <laughs> accidentally mentioning SOCOM. Uh, Desert Strike. I got Desert Strike, SNES cartridge over here, Zelda, and Super Mario Brothers. Those are just three that are on the nice. shelf. But yeah, yeah, you definitely have to do that every now and then on NES and SNES. Good times. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, I feel like I'm taking us longer off no, the rails this, than you guys know. Excellent. You're good. There, there's some things we were, we were kind of mentioning, but it was kind of related to like um, uh, there our communities and stuff. And I saw that recently in your community, and I want to ask you about this too, but you created a map of different locations where you know your community, your family can like make reactions. And we may actually put this in our Discord too, but where where are you from? What state do you live in? And what do you do to pay the bills just to get to know you a little bit more? Yeah, yeah, I live in Missouri. Um, and uh, I'm south of St. Louis. And I'm I'm actually in IT. Uh, I work at a bank, but I'm the I'm the only person in the IT department at my bank. So <laughs> Oh, so what general IT or anything you specialize in? No, it's really just kind of general. I'm like the uh, the go-to IT guy, yeah, and then yeah. I, I, we're partnered with like a uh, a networking company that I work with on projects and stuff pretty regularly. So um, I, I awesome. was originally on the operations side, so I was a banker, quote unquote. Um, but then I, you know how it is when you work somewhere, they figure out like one what you are good, I guess, good at, and then what you enjoy. So it was like only a matter of time before I ended up the IT department. Oh, that's all. I, I do that too, but but I'm a. 
I own my own business. I'm a consultant doing oh, cool. IT for companies, basically outsourced IT. But okay, you're doing like networking cool. and stuff for them and such. Uh, all the above. I do a lot of high-end networking, and I'm also a certified Apple consultant. So I do training for IT departments that their guys don't know Apple stuff well, or I'm just outsourced IT for smaller companies. Oh, cool. That need that's a guy. Awesome. Yep. Yeah, I feel like maybe we've talked about that a little bit, but not not we much. Might that's have, awesome. But yeah. Okay, so south of St. Louis, kind of like more suburban or rural or. Yeah, rural. Yeah, I oh, mean it's nice, a it's a nice. college college and hospital town. So it's funny we have about I don't know. I think they say we have about four or five times the population of our city traffic any given day because we're a college hub and a hospital hub. But um, uh, that's just through traffic from throughout the day. Plus, we're kind of a a larger city between South and then between North and St. Louis. So it's a it's a it's a town. You know, it's a what you'd call a comfortable town outside of a big city. You see all those yeah. little, you know, those little 50,000 uh, citizen towns kind of scattered around <laughs> big cities. <laughs> yep, yep. And, and you know, Sin somehow always loves his West Virginia. <laughs> no, mama. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, but Sin, you, you try to claim, like, the crazy part where you live in the civilized part. <laughs> correct. I'm in the, I'm in the part funny. that's basically D.C. and Maryland. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. and what you originally mentioned, the, the it's it's funny because we immediately started getting some uh, conversation in our Discord uh, today because I didn't even realize somebody I had been talking to that had been in the Dirt Famine and, and also now in the End User Discord. I'm like, dude, you live in Missouri? Where at? Like, I didn't even realize it. So it's one of those things. I you guys are similar. The wheels are just always spinning. I'm like, oh man, it'd be cool. And stuff, you know, we learned from the Dirt Fam and obviously that Discord's still going. And it's like, you just figure out, you know, what's kind of neat in a community. And, and I have moments too where I'm like, dude, just people, it's, it's not that you take it for granted, but with technology and everything, just people talking and interacting um whether it be because they listen to your podcast and they came together but it's just like it's it's cool it's a cool thing it's really cool yeah and i wanted to mention of course des lives in carolina and yeah i just say carolina (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) i know i why did i i i know that but then i didn't (laughs) want to say north because i have a lot of friends from north but uh but i mean i was also you know I was also born in North Carolina, so that's probably what it was. Yeah, <laughs> but I love. I've never been to either Carolina, still yet. Oh, I'm, I want to get out there. Yeah, I'm Southern through and through. I was born in North Carolina, raised and lived most of my life in Alabama. Now, currently living in South Carolina. I'm Southern. Yeah, Very nice. So I love. Yeah, I love how you know we can just. Having the map things is really cool because we can kind of just see representation too of where different people live. I mean, a lot of times in our heads, we're kind of like the people we play with a lot. Like, oh, yeah, I know a lot of my buddies are on the East Coast, Eastern time. And I know some people that are in um, Central that I play with. And I'm in Mountain, which is probably a little less popular. And then Pacific Western is popular enough. But a lot of times those people don't end up playing with Eastern as much because it's such a big time difference. So they kind of find their own crews to play with. and Right. It's just, yeah, it was always a challenge fun. for us. We tried to find in the dirt fam, we don't, you know, we get messages every now and then from international players, guardians. And it was you know, oh, yeah. they would be like, Hey, what about a claim? We threw around the idea of, you know, a international clan so that they would be able to play together. And it's, it's a hard thing to balance, you know, like to, to try to figure out times, you know, to where people have 
people on in certain clans and such because that's a whole nother beast in of itself you know maintaining those clans and it's a it's a good thing obviously i don't mean a beast but you know trying to just make sure when people get on they they've got people to play with and naturally you know people form relationships like you said so they they get to know each other and get regulars that they play with but yeah yeah and that's why discords are so amazing that's another thing that i really took from when i first joined i don't even though I'd listened to a few podcasts before, they were just tech ones. You guys were the first Destiny one, but then also, I think the first Discord group I joined. I'm like, what is this Discord? We started with GroupMe. Shout out to yeah, yeah. I don't think shout out to you, Slarty. I haven't talked to him in forever, but yeah, we were in GroupMe, and then he's like, hey, there's this thing called Discord because we started to grow. Like, I don't remember how many we had at that point. We're like, dude, that we've this isn't like working too great anymore. There's a lot of people in here. And he's like, there's this thing called Discord. And I'm like, what is that? I've never heard of that. <laughs> too funny. What uh, did you do about the group me, I think? I don't know if I knew I, about that. I was there on the migration from group me to Discord. <laughs> yeah. Um, nice. I if I like, go in my group me, yep. yep. Yeah. It was, um, I was, I mean, I don't think I was there for too, too long. Uh, it was probably about a month, I think, maybe after I joined, and yeah, group me just it, it, we hit the ceiling on it. And, yeah, it's funny. And, I don't remember if I think we were. I don't remember if we were like approaching a max at that time for group me, and we needed to figure something out. Um, but you know, group me is like the go-to for the kiddos' sports teams and stuff like that. But when it comes to you know, however many people you get in your Discord, it's like okay. Like Discord is definitely made for this, obviously. Yeah. At yeah. this point, for sure, a couple clicks and you can throw a server up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Discord is great because, like you said, there can be pluses and minuses of being in a large group because then you have to make more Destiny clans because they only allow 100 per. But mm -hmm. what's what I learned quickly, what's more important is not what clan you're in, but the Discord and finding people to play with that way. And it's such a great thing that I just took a lot of those lessons too that I learned from Destiny Reset. If anyone knows too, we don't like calling what a lot of other people would call mods mods. I love, I love, love, loved how you guys started calling them ambassadors. So I took mm -hmm. that idea also. <laughs> yeah. So that's something real quick yeah, about that for sure. though for Aerodite. So his Discord, right? End user. I really want him to make his mods pseudo musers. <laughs> I love it. I'm yes, pretty yes, sure I said that. that one day in his Discord, and I'm like, "Oh, that's that's excellent branding." He, I hope he uses it. That is good. <laughs> that is good. That's really good. I, it's so funny you mentioned just names in general because, like, I was just telling Joe the other day. Uh, even like admin, all the all the names of it's fine. I probably I've been you know called an overthinker before in my life a time or two, but. Um, it works out in a lot of cases. So, like, even I was trying to think of what we would call, you know, leadership in the end user Discord. And right now, what I landed on is team. Like, because mod and stuff like that, it's it's fine. Uh, it, it's totally fine. But I like the yeah. it's like the family thing. It's like it, it, okay, they're they're a team member, or you know, whereas mod, it's like oh man, am I gonna get banned? Like oh, it's a, a mod's here. A mods here, and I yeah. again, I probably overthink it. People don't really care, probably, but I think in the long run, they notice little things like that. No, no, I get it. Um, even doing starting my business and stuff, and it was kind of a time period where there's different thoughts that go around and stuff. But it used to be so hip 
been popular, you always say the clients, the clients, the mm -hmm. clients. But I kind of had this impression. I heard a couple of people start saying like, actually, customer can sometimes sound a little more friendly. Mm -hmm. um, so I started saying customer and I, I I asked a few people and they seemed like they liked that over client. And I'm sure not everyone would. You can overthink it and different people have different opinions. But um, yeah, it, it is a really interesting thing kind of taking these terms and also it's kind of fun to just have something that's a little bit different because then people can remember that yeah for sure yeah there's a happy balance there obviously you guys are doing something right because uh people enjoy your community for obvious reasons but um yeah it's those little things you can surely you obviously you can overthink but at the same time i, I think it's worth it a lot of times because the little things add up you know and people i think it shows in a in a community and kind of just you know the vibes go throughout and kind of works yeah. out pretty well very true. Very true. Well, you want to talk a little destiny? What what you've liked and been getting into lately? Uh, yeah, <laughs> Down for sure. For that? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yep. I did want to say too. Um, I don't want to forget in this episode. Uh, you did kind of ask me a little earlier if it's okay. I was just gonna say, um, as far as destiny reset goes, it's been a little while since I've been on a podcast. So anybody that's listening from the destiny reset days, just know that Cyborg and I and and the team. We love you guys, and we thank you so much for all the support you gave us during the show. We we loved the show. We loved doing the show. The only reason we stopped doing the show was because things slowly and slowly got busier and busier and busier, and we tried to kind of vocalize it on the show as we kind of would go out a little further than a week between episodes, and um, that's, that's really it in a nutshell. So um, it's not that we stopped enjoying doing it or anything like that so um we appreciate all the support we got through 200 and i was going back and listening to a couple today i think we made it to 228 so maybe one day who knows maybe mm. maybe not we'll have have another tick on there or something mm. anyway sorry to go off on a tangent i no, just didn't i, I wanted it. to throw that Thank out there because i'm sure that. i'm sure we have derp fam obviously uh, throughout your community now for uh, the guardian hub so um we very much are very yeah. appreciative of uh, we consider oh, yeah. destiny reset nothing but a success so it, it was that in the dirt fan which obviously obviously yeah. total success because again like if it wasn't a success then why would we be having such good memories and talking about it and, right. and splinter groups that you know i'm still i'm still in destiny reset discord i would never leave it unless you shut it down <laughs> yeah yeah it's funny it's gotten quieter we've made a couple attempts it's it's crazy how a podcast will definitely bring in new members um you know the team is is tried to ramp it up a bit more here and there and it's interesting because i think more people took a break from destiny too at like a, a couple different periods of time and you mm -hmm. could always tell and i don't know if you guys can tell it with your discord but we would always obviously could always tell when an expansion was starting to ramp up and almost come out, but <laughs> yeah, but it just seemed like I don't know, and, and it seems like it's come full circle. Like, like they said with Lightfall, and I'm sure we'll get into it. They had a, a the highest population count with Lightfall, but it seemed like right around that time that we um, stopped doing the show. I don't know. It just seemed like there was a little bit more of a break lull than there had ever been before. Maybe it's just an observation that I'm not, you know. Um, not seeing fully, but I don't know. It was just interesting kind of how, yeah, how that yeah. little period of time panned out. No, for sure. Um, was it, I wonder if it was even during, I remember one of the, in my opinion, one of the darkest days of destiny was not even in like D one, like, you know, there was some breaks 
around rise leading up to rise of iron and stuff but destiny 2 um curse of osiris times yeah curse of a lot of people left then i feel like yeah we made it through (laughs) all that all of us (laughs) yeah okay okay. it's like we uh it's crazy we were just talking about this the other day too is is how joe and i were talking with somebody in the discord um sorry I, i know who it is but i'm not thinking of it at the moment but um destiny we were saying you just had maybe it was amongst us shout out we had to they were asking Destiny 1, they never played Destiny 1. And it was like, Destiny 1 was an absolute amazing experience, but you had to play it when Destiny 1 was a thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, because Destiny 2, all the criticism it gets here and there, it is leaps and bounds better uh, just yes. all around. Then, as far as the quality of life, daily routine, playing the game, like, it's, can you imagine? logging into destiny one and being forever 29 and running to try to get the boots and crow it, you know, like just, but you had to be there though. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't change anything. Destiny one, I had spreadsheets. I was running three raids every week, like, and then trials came out every Friday night. Like it was just, it was, it was one of those things. And it's like, we said this on the show many times. I've always felt like destiny, even to this day right now, when you're playing, Destiny is one of those games that if it ever isn't a thing you're playing, it's going to be one of those things like I've done with SOCOM. I know it's it's very likely going to be like, man, do you remember back mm-hmm. in the day playing Destiny? The only difference is this game has been around for a long time. Like, yeah, I mean, a long time. And they don't seem like they're slowing down. They keep referring to this current uh, story arc we're in as this, you know, this saga or whatever. You know, it's like... Right. Man, maybe maybe we won't have that moment where we're like, do you remember? It's going to be like, we're still playing the thing. What are we talking about? <laughs> right. I know. Yeah. It, it's wild, yeah. And and even just, you're right. I mean, it seems like Destiny is not going away anytime soon. Even after this last announced thing so far, they've so far as to hinted and said, for sure they're doing more stuff after. We just don't know exactly what or mm-hmm. when after or what it's going to be or, or if plans change. But if you think about it too, like... The company Bungie has been around for a long time. Oh yeah, in the '90s, as this small, small like marathon and yep, and yeah, I've watched some games, that, you YouTube know. documentaries yeah. on on is there's yeah, there's a ton there. Yeah. So they've been around a long time too. Um, I feel like so, I keep derailing you guys. Sorry, you're, you're oh, like let's you hear say what the destiny is. <laughs> no, you're good. That's I also yeah. just wanted to you know talking about like the past and derp is it's hilarious like the impact that you guys have had uh, because basically both figuratively and literally you air night is pretty much one of the main reasons I even got into podcasting like period. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. Yeah, it's, it's weird. Cause you know, it's always kind of awkward because I'm like, I'm just a dude that plays video games, exactly. you know? And it's like, it's really cool. And I'm like super appreciative and it's awesome that, that you even say that or think that, but it's, it's so cool, dude. Like the whole, this whole yeah. community is just so cool. Yep. Yeah. I mean, but it's that like entire attitude. Cause that's literally also my quote. I'm just a guy. I'm just a dude. I play video games and I talk about them, mm-hmm. but you showed me that, that could be a thing, you know? Right. I yeah. didn't have to put on a personality. I didn't have to be or try and be like super informative or like structured or whatever. I can just be a dude that talks about video games. Yeah. Yeah. And it can be interesting. And then, That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Very when cool. I was getting, 
yeah, when I was starting, um, I actually reached out in the Derp Discord for a recommendation of a microphone to use for content creation. <laughs> and you got back to me, like, so quickly and tagged me and um, directed me to the Samson Meteor at the time. Yeah, dude, 50 bucks. I think I still yeah. have that on the shelf. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So, That's so, so I picked cool. it up yeah. and it's like, and yeah, I used it for so long, like through my entire first podcast and everything. But yeah. So yeah, y'all had like <laughs> an amazing impact. And that's one of those things that, that I've just tried to like, I guess, kind of carry on. Well, that's yeah. awesome, dude. Yeah, I, yeah, that means a lot. That means a super ton. I would always too like, I didn't, I by no means like had DMs flooding, but you know, I would, they would stack up as we did different things in the community and I would go back and look every now and then and um i would find one that like oh man that's right this person messaged me and i would you know <laughs> sorry for the delay and i'm like because i i like to talk to people and and get back with yeah. them and and you know give them pointers on different stuff just that i've experienced and um anyways it's really cool to hear that that means a lot uh, yeah. i remember that mic dude fit that going back to that first podcast my buddy and i did we were like dude we don't have a lot of money like not to spin on this stuff, you know, on the side, like what right. we got to find a mic that, you know, audio quality is important. And we went to Best Buy and found that little meteor mic for like 50 bucks <laughs> and it worked yeah. great. It, it worked did. Great. Yeah. Yep. Well, um, destiny, you know, we are still close to, you know, Lightfall coming out and, uh, okay. we're, but we're also reaching mid season. And so it's a good time to also reflect having, we haven't had too many guests lately, but I am curious you can go as short or as deep as you want. What are your overall thoughts of Lightfall? What do you really like about the game right now? And what are you doing, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, I going in, because we picked it up, I was at least two or three weeks after launch. I was I was playing Wild Hearts and Hogwarts. Actually, I got Hogwarts, started playing it. Oh, that's a. a good game too, yeah. And here's the thing about that game. I'm not going to go off on a tangent very much here. I don't... This is bringing back so many memories. Like, th who did I? I messaged you guys today, and I'm like, dude, Cyborg and I could hardly ever keep it under two hours. I see why now. It's it's all coming back to me now. <laughs> um, I played, so I don't know anything about Harry Potter. My wife does, and she read the books and stuff. And this is literally that game is literally my entry point. And I'm like, what better way to have an entry point than a video game? And I started playing it. And I'm like, I'm playing this all the way through. And then I'd already been watching Wild Hearts. We had done a YouTube video on it a while back, and. I was like, okay, I'm just going to get Wild Hearts. So I start playing it, and then I'm obviously keeping track of the Lightfall stuff. And I'm like, dude, this looks good. Like, I always have a place for Destiny, obviously. And I've played the seasons here and there, you know, and I'm like, all right, I'm just going to get it. And then, of course, my, you know, kiddo, he's like, I think I want to get it too. So jump in. That was a little bit after I got it, but jump in and i'd already heard some things about the story and and watch some reviews and stuff and i'm not big on like getting spoiled like it doesn't really there's certain things with destiny i'm like oh, i'm just gonna watch whatever i'll experience it too whenever i play the game so i was expecting the story not to be great and it definitely was you know bungee style it definitely i got the like okay this is a strand tutorial but when i played back through it again with my son, I was like, dude, there, it's it's classic Destiny. Like, you just gotta listen, read a little bit outside of the game, and it's like this. The, 
campaign wasn't that bad. Like, I sure I could have done with less of the, you know, keep taking Strand away from me and when do I get it back again? <laughs> um, but, you know, I think outside of that, um, I've enjoyed that that aspect of the game. But it's the it's the um ritualness of the game, I guess. Uh, one thing I'll say about Destiny, even playing it as long as I have, um, you take a season or two off. And by off, I mean like you play the first, you know, month or so and then you you know you come back the next season i hadn't really done that like i said except for the last year and it's it's overwhelming sometimes even doing that i can't imagine we would always talk about on the show like a brand new player and you try to yeah. you know get a new friend into the game but even just taking a playing a, a portion of a season or two um even coming back into lightfall being a completionist to a certain degree i'm like man like i want to understand everything i i'll go back and like i'll find my favorite you know lore podcasters or youtubers and i will scroll down on their feed where i stopped watching and watch all the way up to the current expansion because i just want to consume it all so it's it's like when you know you're gonna do that you're like man do i really have the time to jump back in um but I, yeah it's it's happened with lightfall i love the i'm getting more into builds and stuff um i love the challenge they've added uh it's some of it's been there for a while but just talking about you know solo and lost sectors and uh grandmasters i've never done another thing that i'd never done is is a dungeon um i'm looking forward to doing some of those because when they implemented dungeons i was like dude this is for me because i can't you know necessarily really raid that full period of time anymore a lot of times so dungeons will be great um but it, it's really i, I don't know i to hone in on one thing, it's just the kind of streamlined ritualness, even though that's been there with Destiny for a long time. Um, I don't know, it just seems like it's in a really good spot right now. Uh, there's, I feel like you have to be creative with Destiny too, though. <laughs> it's easy to log in. I even find myself doing it sometimes. You log in and you're like, what do I want to do? But as soon yeah. as you start thinking about builds, as soon as you start thinking about, you know, looking up a, a YouTube video and, all right, what do I need to do this? What kind of armor? What kind of armor I look for? This kind of thing. And on either side of the game, you go down the rabbit hole pretty quick. And I think that's, it seems like it's in a good spot right now um, for that, I, I think. I don't know if I'm off on that, but at least for my, my play style, it seems to be pretty good. I get what you're saying. Sin and I were even just talking about this before, right before the show, before you hopped on. And and it's like, okay, what is there to do? There's this, there's that. Um, especially if you have anywhere slight ADHD personality at all, which I know Sin does. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you can get sidetracked very easily, right? Sin, we're like, oh, this, oh, this, oh, mm -hmm. this. There's like so much. And But even for me, like it's the same. It's, and I, I want to do this fun thing. Oh, no, I want to do this fun thing. But then I'm like, well, maybe if I actually stuck around for three nightfalls in a row that might be better than coming right. back or you yeah. know there's just so many things yeah i am experiencing that like um i'm on the i've been on the power grind since i started playing i'm like 17 i don't know 91 now with the artifact so there's content i want to do that i can't do yet so i'm i've focused on one strand build pve strand build for my titan and there's another polaris lance one that i want to do that as the cross had on his channel the other day and then at some point um, it's inevitable. I, I jumped in a rift match the other day just to see if I could start, um, chugging away at that weekly challenge. And, uh, it's, I was, I got like three ticks on it. I think I was like, man, this is going to take forever. I'm not going to finish this before reset. But, um, 
I got, I posted a quick clip. I, I had my beloved out and my last word. And within the first 45 seconds of the match, I got two hip fires with my sniper rifle. Like I had never stopped playing the game. Oh, and I'm like, nice. oh man, this, uh, this is bad. Like yep. I'm going to, I got to keep myself on the PVE side of the game. Like I love, I love that side of the game. Like if I start dabbling into the crucible, I may not switch back over. So, <laughs> but it's, it's uh, yeah, and to answer your question, no yeah. Beyond. <laughs> oh, dude, if that that would be an instant shift over to that side of the game. If <laughs> if, if the true no land beyond came back, uh, one headshot. Oh man, that's so many, so many. I remember you thing, talking but... about it. I do. Oh yeah, I'm thinking about that for the last uh, few minutes. How I was going to sneak dude, in I... no land beyond in there on you. I appreciate you because if I wouldn't have mentioned it, I'd been like, dude, I never talked about NLB. NLB shoddy. Oh. Oh man, we don't have to go down that road, but there's many eclipses on the old Aero Night channel with that bad boy. But uh, I hope I answered your question. I mean, I don't. I think right now I'm oh, just doing great. the power grind yeah. thing, and it's it's just satisfying, man. And then, like I said, I got that element where I'm playing with the the kiddo, um, and it's uh, it's fun, you know. And I'm hoping what I'd like to do is is jump back in with the community even more. And I play at such sporadic times, like if I'm playing in the evening. I'm usually literally like playing for five minutes, jump off and go do something with the kiddos and my wife. And then we might sit back down and play a little bit more before we go to bed. And then if I don't fall asleep, because I guess I'm an old man at this point, like if I sit, if I, I've always been like this, if I stop moving, I will fall asleep. So I try to stay awake because then, you know me, I'm a night owl. If I can stay awake, I'll be back on at 11 and play till one or two in the morning. Um, but my schedule is so sporadic of when I'm going to play that I just end up solo in a lot of stuff. So yeah, um, fair, fair. But if we ever can make it work out, we can just start small with like some dungeons or something. Because yes, you can solo them, but they're still kind of meant for three players, so it's a lot yeah. easier. Yeah. A lot easier if you can get a crew. And well, I would love to play with anybody. Dying. So yeah, yeah if we yeah. can, we can figure. If I could get, but I'm I've been going to bed early for like the last probably since we stopped doing the podcast. I'm like, what, I'm not really <laughs> that old at this point, am I? Like I used to pull two and three o'clock in the mornings and get up at six six thirty every night, but. It doesn't happen much anymore. It, it changes. It happens. <laughs> I uh, My cousin sent me a gift today that I posted in the Discord. There's some that are just so spot on. It said any person over, or something like any person over, any gamer over 30. And it was this dude, just like five clips. He would start to play, turn on his console, and he'd fall asleep immediately. Like five. He has like these amazing gaming setups. And he, as soon as he would grab his controller, he'd fall asleep. And I'm like, that's so true, dude. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's interesting i i never fall asleep if i'm playing with others i've been in raids where someone has fallen asleep but that's just not me but not sometimes if i'm doing like tend. have you i don't even remember i remember other people that's but funny. i have yeah. fallen asleep with a controller in my hand before I started to deal up but i don't know that i've ever <laughs> maybe i've done it like in a party chat before um but uh I'm see that's the other thing too. I don't take long to wind down. I don't know if you guys do. That was always a classic conversation. I Terry, when we'd play trials, he would have to log off an hour before we were done, stay in party chat and just talk to us to wind down. Dude, I would run the most heated trials match ever known to mankind and then be like, "All right guys, I'm going to head to bed. Grab a couple Oreos and jump in bed and be asleep in like 5 <laughs> minutes." I'm I'm mostly like that, although a little bit more older in my older age, I feel yeah. like it's not like it's mentally I'm needing to wind down, but it's just sometimes it's just a little harder falling asleep. But yeah, but I get you. I get you. And but it's it's fun to talk sometimes too afterwards, just to 
yeah, we had like this fun raid and we just want to talk afterwards before. Yeah, I remember that. Before that's we fun. go to bed. Yeah. And, and speaking you- of two, I want to give shout outs. Like that's another thing in Destiny Reset that really kept me addicted to Destiny. For me, I love raiding. I, I still remember to this day some of the people that are my first raid and you'll probably recognize this name, Burning Wing. Oh, good old Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> he took me through my first King's Fall. That was my first raid because I actually started, I'm a Taken Tot. I actually started okay. um, right after Taken King came out uh, a couple months after. So that was my, so since very everyone cool. was running King's Fall then. But. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. But I still well, I like to raid a lot. <laughs> I would ask you guys what you like about Lightfall, but you've covered it on your show for the past several weeks. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but there's, there's always, there's always, uh, fun things that are changing all the time and uh and you know discussions of things getting easier and things getting harder and what power are you guys right now good question sin live update 1815 with the artifact nice yeah and um i am checking 91 with the artifact nice nice (laughs) i'm getting there well you can do most things in the game still at that level and i'm uh 1809 like said, base, 1823 with the artifact. Wow, that's nice. Very nice. Yep. Um, well, there yeah. was there was uh, plenty to cover this week, so I'm going to do my best to not uh, get you guys off on a tangent because oh, I know your fine. show didn't, didn't go as long as ours used to. Well, I'm sure it does sometimes. For example, this week, we got that. Uh, I, I, I looked through it a couple times. I end up finding a YouTuber just to read it to me sometimes. Um, but we got that surprise. bedtime what? story put you to bed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was this week, right? We got the surprise blog yep. post. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's what I was kind of kind of getting. And um, however much we can go through this TLDR because it's kind of long-ish. It is but long. yeah. I don't know if Des has any points he wants to talk about. And then of course you can give any comments. I can bring up points too if whoever you know we want to. However we want to go, gentlemen. What do we think? What do we want to talk about in it? I'm going to let you TLDR this because I have not given it an entire proper read through. That so. is okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's let's just start with a discussion of this is a good question too because this is new to all of us, but how have you Arrow thought about guardian ranks and accommodations? Have you done much with them? Do you have an opinion? How do you think they are right now? Yeah, I was I was actually talking in our Discord today just wrapping my head around guardian ranks a bit more. Like it's it, not to, you know, criticize it too much because I think overall it's cool. But a couple of things about it is, um, it's I mean it's convoluted in a way because it's classic Destiny Bungie style. You know, like there, Destiny's such a massive thing with so many things going on. Like to implement a system like that, I just can't imagine how challenging it is. But for me, I you don't know until you start diving into it and looking at what you got to do to get what and why I started at six and this or that. And it's like, you want the meaning to be there with it. And, you know, you see somebody with, you know, nine and, and it's like, Oh, okay, I get it. You got to dive into it a little bit to figure out, figure that out. I, I guess there's, there's multiple things it's trying to accomplish. Um, for me in the blog post they did this week, I had to go back and forth with Joe to, today to kind of understand how it's going to work with these changes. I think ultimately it's better because what is this? They're they're basically making it to where when you level up, 
and you move into the next season, everyone else will see the rank you achieved in the prior season, correct? Is that right? Yeah, that is such an excellent change because I get what they were first going with where our guardian rank would reset each season. They're kind of doing a combo of this going yeah, forward. Yeah, they are. But, yep. but I get where they're going with, with the total reset, but I think we all figured out pretty quickly, including Bungie, that to get ranks up to like eight, nine, let alone 10 and 11, that's too much work to be resetting every single season. season. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I, you want that weight to be there with it. Like if I see somebody that's 10, even me, you know, especially now it's like, Oh wow. Okay. I get it. I see you, you know, that kind of thing. But yeah, I can like the reset every season. It's like, wow, I got to do this every season, but it still can, the way Joe and I were talking with their changes, like you still can go back down in rank, right? Like if you don't continue you to don't, do. Yeah. It's kind of like a one carryover, I think from how I understand it. And then you can kind of quickly fill in the things for the new season to keep you at that and then go forward. Mm -hmm. But if you were to do nothing, then you would go back. And then also it looks like where we were all starting on six. Like if you hadn't done anything and you're not a new guardian, we were all starting at six. Right. Well, they're going to actually have everyone starting at five now and between five and seven is more like a true middle range where mm -hmm. you got to do some things but it's not too sweaty where we were noticing even six to seven was starting to get pretty sweaty with uh, the things you had to do right yeah and then i guess what, what i was hinting at earlier too was that's we're talking about one aspect of i guess what it's trying to achieve the other aspect right is for somebody that's brand new coming into the game it's supposed to yeah. guide them with you know, at least to some degree what they need to do um or you know kind of a roadmap there but it's it's such a hard i can't imagine how hard it is to accomplish that and then also accomplish like you want it to have weight to it and and really mean something when you see somebody at those higher ranks um i don't yeah. know it's one of those things overall it's a good system it's just like you can see that they're gonna probably have to tweak it more and more uh as we go through well, and I'm impressed with even how much they are quickly telling us how much they're going yeah. to tweak it and what they've been listening to on the community. I mean, we we all know Bungie does listen to the community and they they play the game also and and this and that. And I just find it quite amazing we got this blog article this quickly and, and telling how many good changes they're making. So right. pretty much great. Accommodations to, you know, kind of was relating too much to Guardian Ranks. And already we saw they brought that way down. Like, down you really don't need accommodations as much for guardian ranks. And, and I still haven't fully wrapped my head around commendations. Uh, like I know that one of the thing is like, I was I'm like rushing. Okay. Who has it? You know, what, what do I want to do? Who do I yeah. do what? But at the same time, I don't know. I don't even know what that, I still haven't figured out myself or like researched. What does the colorful bar mean? Like, what am I trying to, oh, it's, we'll see. It's silly. That's the thing. Like you're right. First, everyone just, rushes at the end and 80% of the time I don't pay attention to who I'm giving what because you want to give something just because you're helping because everyone needs to receive some and give some mm -hmm. to rank up yep. so everyone just rushes at the end and yeah, no, I just I just go down the line right <laughs> yeah the guardian on the right I give the right card the guardian on the left <laughs> yeah like, just real quick it's sad it's yeah. sad it's like so you know they're going to be changing some things with that too um uh, I forget what where that section was. That section I actually skimmed over a little bit myself, but yeah, they mentioned it a little bit in the ranking up. But I, I just I haven't fully wrapped my head around that. Don't worry That's... about it. 
Yeah. It's kind of the color and the color bars just really means what type you're getting. Right. It's like, I think orange, I don't even know which one's which, but like orange may represent the, the thoughtful one. So you can kind of like, if you remember which color is what you can see like, Oh, I've received a lot more thoughtfuls than, than this or that. But now don't get me wrong. Four categories, by the way, there's ally, fun, mastery, and leadership. Green is ally. Uh, the pink one's fun. Mastery is the orangish and leadership is the blue. Okay. And they yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, yeah, go ahead, Sin. I was going to say that's how they have them grouping, but there's like multiple cards inside of each. Well, how come I still only have two cards? Because I'm a noob? That depends on the activity. No, it's because yeah. you'll only get six cards, like if you're doing a ra- oh, okay. raise you, or something. Do yeah. you, so is it per fire, like fire team uh, total or something? Is that what most and, things have And the activity. So, okay. like, three player activities only have choices of like two different cards you can give out i just thought of something like if they put some sort of card collecting in there like yeah uh, yeah. that's pretty yeah that'd be cool but like you have like one or well i I think that's kind of what they're hinting at that's what i'm hoping to make it more meaningful so like let's say you have a rare like this person is a master sherpa for trials or raid or whatever and you can only give out two of those or three of those per season and so when you get one of those that would be like yes i got one (laughs) And if I remember right, I was listening to Tassie's uh, video on this. I don't think he was just making it up. There's like a fashion one possibly that everybody wanted. Like they wanted a, a, a I forget what the name of the card was. It's in here somewhere. I'm almost certain. Um, yeah. What I was going to say a minute ago, though, was everything we talked about earlier on. This is right up our alley. Like this is like a community kind of thing. This is putting some almost caring thoughtfulness behind activities but you know it's just they got to figure out how they need to do it yeah they are adding that best dressed one yeah you're right i'm reading that in the comments here i I mean (laughs) yeah best dressed i i think i think they're you know i i have some hope for that i mean i'm way more excited with all the changes they're doing on the um guardian ranks but it sounds like accommodations they're seriously looking at also and that's Mm -hmm. nothing but a plus right very cool. Yeah. Oh, difficulty adjustments. So we talked a little bit last week because the update came out before our last podcast, but some in the community have been perplexed on difficulty adjustments and how, you know, they say they're making the game harder this season, but then it seems like they were dialing back, which I was trying to tell everyone they didn't dial it back that much, right? Sin, even when we went in no. Legend Avalon, it doesn't really feel any easier. To say the least. <laughs> Yeah, so don't worry, people that like a challenge. It's not like they made it baby mode. It's still pretty <laughs> challenging. <laughs> can confirm. Okay. Baby. Yeah, go baby ahead. Mode. No, I just said can confirm. Mm-hmm. But you were talking about the card, can like uh, Arrow Knight. It made me think of, like, if, if Destiny put in something like a Marvel Snap or a Gwent. Dude, Yeah. I've learned to like stuff like that the older I've gotten. I don't know why, but um, I love that in The Witcher. Um, that game's in the backlog, too, but I played it enough to, to enjoy those aspects. But, yeah, if they incorporated, you know, just even a little hint of that, uh, which, um, Kings, like you said, it sounds like in a way they are, but that's a whole other little facet to the game. Yeah, yep. Um, we don't have to talk too much about the changes because we talked about last week with the difficulty. However... One thing that's interesting that they added on is about the Nightfall discussions. And 
everyone was agreeing, yeah, the heist Battleground Mars when that was around, what, the first week or whatever, that one was so freaking hard, even on Hero and Legend. They're like, no way anyone's going to get it done on Grandmaster. And they, Bungie even admitted to that, that those ones are pretty crazy. So they're, with the mid-season patch, they are changing Heist Battleground Mars and other Heist Battleground changes so that they will not be as difficult in the rotation um, as their Nightfall version. So that's, that's good news. Um, I think you, I was watching your stream, Arrow, where you were even kind of asking the question. It's a good question because not everyone may realize, you know, one way how they've kind of gotten around not creating as many new strikes is they have been creating seasonal activities, battlegrounds that are three-player activities that are basically like a strike. They're just not calling it a strike. And then they'll right. eventually, when the season's gone, they'll add it into the strike and Nightfall playlist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I, I think it's I, smart. I enjoy the battlegrounds. Yeah, it's all that um, structure is really cool. Oh yeah. So have you noticed at all? I think I did a little bit when I was first going through the campaign, but you know, as a player who hasn't leveled up all the way, Neo Muna Patrol. Have you ever been in crazy parts? You're like, dude, this is patrol. I'm getting one shot. <laughs> yeah, I was just. Um, where was that? I was just listening to something about that they wanted that patrol to be you know more difficult like you're saying um but i guess did they is part of that this where they decided to dial that back a bit yeah a little bit um part of it is the um the activities with the terminal overload and just trying to match that more with i i liked the idea with having it live you could just walk over and do it because they were trying to do for that, it was a combo yeah. live public event, even though it's not a normal public event, but you could also matchmake into it if you were needing to do it. But the problem is it's a harder thing that you you don't want to just be patrolling and then be bothered right. by yeah, that. that you, it's better just to matchmake into it. When I've matchmade into it before, nobody's around, and then I've matchmade and there's a full you know team. Um, yeah. yeah. Have you done that, that one exotic... Um, public event though the vex strike force have you heard about that one it only comes around about once oh, remember back in the day in destiny one we would oh, use the apps that would tell oh, us yeah. when public events mm -hmm. were coming around and they yep. had those they had the remember taken Roman ones mars for days yep or on or on the cosmodrome they had those taken ones that were pretty rare that you had to do and and you you had to like find out when they were coming around <laughs> yep we could do a whole show on the old stuff we used to do that made me immediately think about uh watching youtube videos for the path to farm materials mats you just run yeah. around and jump and over and grab this one and okay this one respond <laughs> yeah 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 but the vex strike force public event i love that because if i've done that it's been on accident i don't i'm not sure okay it's the yet. one so it's on the bottom of the map and it will say most public event so it'll you can see on the map when it's coming to because most will just say public event but mm -hmm. this one will specifically say vex strike force public event so you know it's coming and they have a long timer for it and this public event, think of like a mini, like, I mean, it's not mechanics you have to do, but it's like a mini raid encounter. You need like at least six people there. And what they do is they drop down basically six Atheon level bosses all around the whole zone, wow. not just in one area. And if you don't have tons of people there, you are not Definitely taking them down. Not and that. It has like a 
15 or 20 minute timer. When I first hopped in, I'm like, why is this timer so long for a public <laughs> event? Well, I f quickly learned why it out. you need, you need the time to, to take it down. So, but yeah, see, it guarantees I, I like an exotic. Like oh, wow. An exotic. Okay. So that's why, that's why I like this. And so they said they've got a lot, of, this is like an amazing, it's like a world boss for like Diablo or other games. It's Bungie should have been doing this more often already. And the fact that it can drop an exotic and kind of leading to the other part of the discussion, they're going to be deprecating a little bit, getting the new exotics from Lost Sectors, Legend Lost Sectors, and adding them into like this Vex Strike Force event, which I think is way better, way better an idea. It is much better. Yeah. So, I like you. Yeah, you get those little tidbits when you're playing. You're like, okay. It's. I know the game's been around for a long time, but like, there's even little things. That, like, they're slowly figuring even more of this out. Like the those exotic farming and stuff like that. Even with the lost sectors, that, stuff like that's such a good addition to the game. Um, oh yeah, those those are too. And I I get there may be some people that would prefer, you know, farming the lost sector, especially if you're more of a solo player, because then mm -hmm. you don't have to rely on people being around for the public event. Right. But, but I, I think they're going with there's going to be people there no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. And thought. I, I'm, yeah, I, I agree with you. Like any, any facet that they can do something like that. Um, it's just kind of like a, especially this one that you're talking about because it's, um, more populated kind of community kind of thing, if you will. Um, sure. You might not get it very often or, you know, you gotta get some people to, to join up and do it, whether it's, naturally or in a fire team or whatever but uh that stuff's just cool when they add that that those aspects to the game i guess you know that's what i mean yeah okay so i made a mistake they're not deprecating it from the legend lost sectors what they're doing they're doing twofold they are increasing the drop rates in there because people have been complaining about that but they're also really focusing on adding it to the vex strike force so i guess we yeah. will have both ways to do that so sorry about the misinformation but that's actually excellent news so you can have it both ways yeah, i was just like um, it was either listening to you guys or um, a YouTube video, but they were talking about what you just said. I think uh, there's getting to be too many exotics to try oh, and yeah. farm lost sectors. I guess is some of the feedback right now. I don't know if this plays into that a little bit, but I, this is yeah. exactly yep. Okay, what do you yeah. think? I mean, have you been hoping for anything specific, or are you still kind of like just give me whatever? <laughs> Me. Yeah. You. Well, I'm not yeah, even I'm not even at that point. So gotcha, when I yeah. yeah, when I get there, I'm good with anything. However, there are some legs. I don't even know that I've seen the name of them. They were in the uh Polaris Lance build that I know I'm going to need. Um but maybe when I get to that point and there's a bunch of different things <laughs> that can drop, I'm going to be like, "Okay, yep, totally get it." I know which ones yeah, they and are. That's what they the ones that enhance solar damage. Yeah, I, I don't yep. know the name of them. They I look cool. just got them today doing the Lost Sectors for the Guardian ranks. They are called the Path of Burning Steps. Solar final blows right. improve weapon damage. You are harder to slow and freeze with stasis. Nice. See, because right now I'm running a uh, shotgun SMG heavy machine gun strand build, just like up in your face. So I'm, I'm like, dude, the Polaris Lance build will be an excellent kind of alternate uh, for that. Um, and yep. again, Lance is in the name of the, the mm -hmm. uh, weapon. So that's always fun. So, yeah, so that kind of like will be two different play styles for PVE. And then at some point, it's a no question with the last word and sniper on the PVP side. But I will at some point probably be trying to farm those and, and I'll send you guys a message maybe if I remember and be like, yep, totally get it now. Can't seem to get these legs. 
Yep. <laughs> well, and with that's the thing too, with some of these changes that are coming, the um, exotics are going to be coming back more to a checkoff list. So mm -hmm. if you don't have the new yeah. one, you will get that. So that's kind of cool news there too. Very yeah, cool. the ones the ones from the event that they're adding are just going to be a generic knockoff list. And if you don't have anything new, then you'll get random rolls from the entire pool. Yeah, and I All hope, right. too, that they can increase. I don't think they said this in the article. I don't know if anyone read this, but someone was, and I know it wasn't a huge sample size, but they still got a whole clan together to do smaller sample size. And they were seeing, on average, in the lost sectors, people only getting about a 62 drop. I wish they could increase that a little bit more, mm -hmm. or for this for this event also. If we can get the average closer to 65, and then I totally understand you get a bunch of 60, 62s, but then every once in a while you'll get a 65, 66, 67 or higher, you know, and then it'd be well worth, you know what I mean? Those those rare cases. To, yeah. It's right now, it's really hard to get a rare case high drop, you know? Well, and for me too right now, like I've got Syntheseps in my strand build and they're, they're not great, but I... Like I've asked a question a few times in our discords. I'm like, what is it? How do I get better syntheseps? Like, what do I need to do to, to farm? You know what I mean? Like is, or is there something I'm completely missing? Like if I want better syntheseps for my build? Well, right now the Vex strike That's force event does give you a guaranteed exotic. So <laughs> you won't necessarily idea. get that one, but yeah. if you do, you never know. Try. Yeah. 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 Because if you, I mean, if you're buying dupes and stuff from Zur, like those are, they're not, I mean, are, are exotics, and then this is kind of me being a bit noobish at this point, like, are they by default a higher stat, or um, can you still get them low when you yeah. get them outside of farming? They're higher, but you can still get them low yeah. compared to what you would want. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exotics. Right. Yeah, that's what I thought. Exotics yeah. do have a higher stat ceiling, I believe. Okay. If I if I remember right, they do have extra. Uh, yeah, I'm like, I've got high mobility numbers. ones right now, which at some point maybe I used them in PvP for the melee buff, but um, they're high mobility and they're low overall stat, you know? So, like, my, I'm trying to see if I can at some point get to like that double hundred build, and I'm like setting at 76 or 78 on resilience and discipline, you know? So it's like the synthesis, yeah. I need to be swapped out. Yeah, I mean, if you get more into the um, the legend activities, like the legend battlegrounds, the legend, um, the dungeons, and even eventually raiding, then at least for the regular armor, you have chances to get it even higher, higher drops to yeah. maybe make up for it a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it just sense. takes time. I mean, I've I feel like I've been noticing myself. I have a bunch of high armor stuff in my vault and in my on my inventory that I cycle around from depending on builds but i haven't really been getting too much lately and i don't know if i just got luckier before or something's changed and i do feel like there's kind of like this thought that getting high stat rolls is a little bit less often these days mm -hmm. so uh i've see banked like goes. 28 engrams for the war table um because i'm that's a pretty efficient way to get uh legendary high stat armor right it can be. It can yeah. be. There's some that were even better than others. Uh, but I am curious what if you've done enough. What what are you kind of noticing, like 
average numbers? Did you pay attention to that at all? Yeah, I mean, I, I've I've only banked. I still have twenty eight of them because I'm waiting to even get a little bit higher power. Um, but I did do like the set I have, or at least the the four pieces I have now. And I mean, it was like sixty two to sixty four or five, maybe. Um, okay, but most yeah. of them were we're on the lower side of that. I mean, it's again, though, at least it's something you can go. That's not bad. Let's get again. Well, and I actually, I wasn't, I wasn't aware again, um, showing my noobness a little bit, getting back into it. Um, I wasn't aware of the ghost. Um, uh, odd. Yeah. yeah so I don't even know <laughs> if I had that on. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yep. it could have been boosted a little bit more possibly. No, no worries. Yeah. And that, that is a good tip and just reminder, everyone generally, in most cases, you just want to put a discipline ghost mod on because it can help you have a better chance. You get you usually get two spikes, one on the lower three, one on the upper three. So if your lower spike's going to be discipline, then your upper spike, the thing is of the upper three, there's usually two that people want, resilience and recovery. So it'll be, chances are, it'll be one of those more than the third one. So, yeah. Yep. Very cool. Awesome. So you said you've been doing some build crafting. They have some uh, cool things with this because they've heard that people want to make changing builds a little bit easier. And and they talk about some uh, new mods that are coming out soon. I, I, new I mods like look the, so good. They do. Yeah. Should we go through these real quick? Because they do look good. We have, um, yes. I mean, yeah, basically, uh, there's two new mods that are definitely coming for the next season. Um, yeah, season well, 21. And this is what nineteen? Uh, this is 20? twenty. Twenty. Yeah. I think, okay. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, twenty-one. Um, two new mods coming out uh, just for in general. Um, one new mod is called Powerful Attraction, which is going to be super cool because when using your class ability, you will collect all orbs of power within a radius determined by the number of copies of the mob you have equipped. Nice. I mean, that's kind of been like a pipeline dream. I think. <laughs> in Destiny for years um, is just, you know, getting more power to come to you, essentially. Um, yeah, they, yeah. Also, they also do comment on the fact that um, rather than having like a mod literally to have orbs of power track to you just constantly, um, they are afraid of memory and latency issues for having to do that for multiple Guardians in within an instant in real time. So, yeah, that's that's an, that's an issue. Um, and also, one thing that is happening is elemental charges, uh, where the items, the elemental items that some of the subclasses drop, uh, fire sprites, ionic traces, stasis shards, voids, breaches, whatever for stasis, or strand, Jesus, um, Collecting enough of them will grant you an armor charge uh, to give you basically an alternative way of, uh, well, getting an armor charge. Um, so yeah, and they are tuning these things very specifically, um, kind of on a per-collectible basis, uh, depending upon like the frequency that they're capable of dropping. So. Sure feels like we're getting more powerful next season. Right. Mm -hmm. And also, shoot to loot. They will be modifying to be able to pick up orbs of power when you shoot them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. That's, yeah. And of course, they do remind us also of the new aspects that are coming in Strand for Season 21. 
yeah. Yeah, which we talked about a little bit, but yeah. You have those moments in Destiny. I was having uh, one of them tonight, uh, running through a strike with my kiddo. It's like, especially when you're running like some base level content, uh, even me not being super high power at this point, when you're just melting stuff in Destiny, you're like, yeah, this is what this game's about. (laughs) Like, Like, I know the challenge is fun too, if you're going to do a grand you know, Grandmaster or whatever, but like when you're just super mode, just melting stuff with your build and then just blasting through everything, you're like, and and I'll tell you, dude, the strand, um, I I finally realized the other day when we were playing, we were like, this is like being Spider-Man. Like we loved the Spider-Man season of Fortnite. Like when you whip around, I can't wait to get into the crucible with it. When you whip around and bring yourself back in from off the map and you melee and just, it's like, when you feel powerful in destiny, that's when it's at its peak. Yep. It is. And it's hard because they don't want power creep, but at the yeah. same time, it is fun when we get these boosts. Like I'm really looking forward to the mid season patch where they're, everyone is where we're getting the auto rifle buff. I mean, we, again, we talked about this probably last week, more, but yep. And, uh, all the other weapons too, with that we're getting buffs on pulse too. will be good. Um, real quick, the, uh, seasonal, or sorry, the uh, artifact um, with build crafting. They're doing some really good news things there. And then one concerning thing to me, but uh, we're going to be able to refund and change different perks with a single click so we don't have to reset it all the way and then rebuild it up. That's that's amazing. That's no big deal. But the thing that I'm a little sad about is one of the biggest requests everyone has is in these builds, being able to have certain artifact builds mm-hmm. along with our actual builds. And yep. I'm sure it's a technical issue that we're having a hard time working through, but since they didn't mention that anywhere here, it looks like we're still going to have to... I mean, it'll be less work now. We don't have to reset the whole thing, but we're still going to have to really keep an eye. I've been getting better at this. Like when we're changing our builds or our armor, I'm like, okay, this artifact mod, even though they're all passive, works better with this build, so i got to remember to change it out. I can't include it in the build. <laughs> Yeah, even a smaller accident, like I've done a couple times, and it's probably more so because I was leveling, but I would accidentally switch my loadout and forget that I put mods on some stuff, and then I'll look a little while later, and I'm like, dude, I have mods on my weapons. Like, what, did I, what am I doing? Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, also good news, uh, we kind of knew this, but um, for now... We just have our big power grind at the beginning of the quote destiny mm-hmm. year. So lightfall. So next season, because we don't need to level up anymore, there's not a plus ten for all of us. There's really good news. So the people that are still working on stuff, they don't have to worry about another plus ten. But for all of us, we can get into things quicker, like trials yeah. and grandmaster mm-hmm. nightfalls. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think that's a really good decision coming from because like they say that they can essentially start trials week one week two of the new season and still mm-hmm. have a reasonable possibility for an even playing field for everyone yeah yeah it's an interesting thing because i feel like back in the day we would have been like oh man like power grinding is just part of the routine but then on the flip side of that everybody's usually like man i gotta do this again so ultimately exactly. i agree like i think this is like destiny after the the main drop of DLC or the ex- main expansion for the year, it makes sense that your focus beyond that be about running activities as efficiently and you know thinking about builds and jumping in the highest content, you know, highest difficulty content versus power grind again. Yeah, 
I think it's, yeah, really good. It, it's exactly like both you said, and I'm looking forward to it too. And I had said all along too, like I didn't understand the point of the plus 10 each season, either do more yeah. or do none. And they went with the none. So I like that decision. We just have the, yeah. the big grind with the DLC and, and then nothing afterwards for a bit. Ex- exactly. And that's pretty much how D1 ran for, for um, you get a, the expansion of course, yeah, that's and everything was an expansion, yeah. but you get the expansion drop, you hit that power, and then everything becomes just ritual. And yep. I feel, especially now, that with seasons the way they are, I mean, sometimes the power grind kind of like outstretches the seasonal grind, but I mean, just too much grind at any point in time just can lead to more potential burnout. So just the capability of being able to stop just a, a bit of extra grind can basically really help people's longevity with destiny rather than destiny's longevity with people. But, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. This is an interesting one and we have a comment, which I'll read here in a second too, but the exotic armor focusing, I think this will be good for newer players, but I think for a lot of, well, plus and minus, cause then also newer players won't have the mats to do this, but let's get exactly. into this real quick. <laughs> We're going to have, I still think it's a cool idea. See, here's the thing. Yeah. Just because there's expensive stuff at the store doesn't mean you should or need to buy it. Well, this will be one of these examples of expensive stuff at the store. <laughs> so we will have two options coming up in Season 21 with exotic armor focusing. We have uh, focused decoding. Let's see the actual name. And, well, focused decoding is the name with either advanced decryption or precision decryption. <laughs> What yes. are those, may you ask, Sin? What are those? What are those? <laughs> Sin's muted. Did you say, did you say or pretzels? Something. Sure, sure. I, I was said pretzels. pretzels. <laughs> uh, just making sure you're still awake. <laughs> I am. I was staring at the uh, picture about the focus decoding. Yeah, it's all these pretty pictures of yellow engrams, right? So this first one is interesting. Advanced decryption is kind of one of these things like well, you know what classification you're going to get, but you don't know other than that. So you can you can like narrow it down to like, I want a shadow keep exotic or I want a beyond light exotic. And, you know, you can go in and see what all the options are that you'll get from, but you don't know what you'll get. Well, what might that cost to decrypt an exotic? It costs, of course, one exotic Ingram that you will get. They don't just auto decrypt. Uh, 30,000 Glimmer I mean, now that we're at 250, that's not too bad. And you can get Glimmer very easily these days. And we've talked about that the last few shows and public events, blah, blah, blah. But it does cost one Ascendant Shard. So is it worth it? I don't know if it's worth it, especially. Yeah, one one Ascendant Shard for this one. Well, I feel like if you're at the point, I feel like potentially if you're at the point of, well, I'm missing this exotic from blank era. Well, yes. Then I, I do feel like you can at least reasonably, maybe not complete activities for the chance of a shard, <sighs> but at least be able to yeah. build up to an exotic shard potentially, like through the uh, conversions. This potentially. is so. This is so odd because okay, I'm kind of swimming in shards right now, but I have all the exotics also. So like, exactly. this would have to be someone that doesn't have all the exotics, but has enough shards that they don't feel bad using one. <laughs> exactly. Know? Which, that's... Mm, this is interesting. Um, well, yeah, do you want to read yeah, the that's... next part? <laughs> well, the next part makes... 
a little less sense to me. Um, actually, I mean, it does okay. and it doesn't. It's at least you yeah. get what you want. <laughs> exactly. But yes, the next step of decoding, you can literally pick the exact exotic that you're going to get. But of course, that cost is one exotic engram, 60k glimmer, which I feel is a fair step up glimmer wise uh, for that cost. Three ascendant oh, really? shards. <laughs> And one exotic cipher. Jeez. Have we ever had anything so expensive in the game? Well, I guess the, uh, the, in D1, again, we keep going back, but you know what I mean? But well, that's uh, just D1, the, uh, the memorial, uh, memorial, I believe, that took exotic ciphers. Crap. Arrow, I'm, I'm sure you're swimming in ex- the Senate shards right now, right? No. <laughs> Everything, well, uh, Glimmer is never an issue for me, like you said. That seems to just continuously flow. But yeah, the ascendant shards. Oh. I can't even masterwork my uh, uh, current synthesis right now. Uh, now yeah. this this is an answer to my okay. How do I get better synthesis? But not that I can afford them. They would for me to even be slightly interested, even with me swimming in shards. I would want a guarantee of a certain ro- roll power. You know, like. 67 guarantee or something like yeah. that and and this and that and and then i'll consider it but like do they not say anywhere in here that it's it's high stat <laughs> let's see i don't guess well, i don't, I don't think that well this isn't for the i don't believe this is for the purpose of no not in their mind yeah, grinding. Right? this is for oh, the purpose true. literally of collection a collection um, yeah okay yeah see i was thinking yeah. just by default i was thinking you already have to have this to be able to do this but it's not that yeah. what you're saying it's to collect I, the exotics i i think so because again they want the they want the roll grinding to be either from lost sectors or yeah that makes sense uh, the vex strike something because yeah, otherwise this would almost be the equivalent of the d1 days yeah. and you just spend spend mats to get certain rolls until you got the roll exactly. you wanted yeah, yeah. Exactly. um but no one has that many yeah, uh, yeah it's still, a little different this is very expensive <laughs> but, i still feel i i do feel like they could have priced it better material wise like instead of an exotic shard or incident shard perhaps like an exotic cipher um mm-hmm. because those as i remember my brain miraculously working one good time you can get a quest off of zur to get an exotic cipher Oh yeah, yep. So, I mean that's the... a grindable thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're they're kind of rough, or at least they were. But I mean, it's a grindable thing. So I think I feel that would m- make more sense than an ascendant shard, and then just maybe require more engrams instead of shards for precise. I, yeah, I feel like I those you're... that could be better and friendlier for the people that n- would need this i feel this isn't a horrible idea but they just need to fine-tune it some and also also like we've said this before like we haven't really been saying like ascendant shards they should be making easier for people to get but come on they need to raise the cap 10 now because if you're going to be storing these up and then spending three at a time (laughs) 10 is a very small cap for for ascendant shards um it is, it is when you're using your Sin agrees, yay! Right. The postmaster is actual storage space for him. It is a problem because I don't really, I don't really use them for anything. I you have one set of armor really that I upgrade all the time, and that's about it. Yeah, 
Well, shout out to a comment in the um, chat. We have Joe Meenan says, oh, peanut yeah. galley comment, yeah, hello, on exotic changes coming. I'm not sure if it's a system I'll engage with. I'm not swimming with mats, and I'm still working on progressing. I just hit 1810 on my first character today, and I'm starting character two from 1600, so I'm not sure I'm the type of player that benefits from the changes to exotic acquisition. Thanks for the comment. I mean, yeah, it's... Anything else you want to say about that arrow? I mean, it's kind of yeah, interesting. I'm, yeah, I'm kind of not. This is something that I'm not having to think about too much, uh, at least at this point. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe, Joe's got. He's always got good points. I've already shouted him out a few times, but uh, uh, he's even though he didn't think so at this point, he's almost oh. at some degree even to this day, even after kiddos, he's still kind of like the ideal destiny player. I feel like Bungie looks at <laughs> <laughs> Well, oh. hopefully then they will take our feedback. I'm sure Bungie's and they're not listening okay. to the podcast, but you know, hopefully they Never are. Know. <laughs> Never know. No. Okay. So, okay. Ingram focusing. I was entirely wrong on the decoding. Um, no, this is not a collector thing. This is you still have 100%. To earn it? Yeah. Because you can't get new exotics from, from decode from this uh, See, decoding. That's what I thought at first, but I just read it really quickly. And then when you said the yeah, right? thing, I'm like, that's that's good ish news, but that's now what it's even it worse. Sounds like. But okay, yeah, they well, need I mean, to make they need to make a guarantee high stat roll or something to make yes, this worth yes. it. Yeah, like this pricing fits that model better. But like you said, they do kind of need to they kind of they need to make it a little worth your while. Because that's still like whether you're swimming in them or not. I mean, that's that's a lot of mats just to toss into it. <laughs> I mean, it's it's essentially a freaking slot machine at that point in time. Gotcha. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, again, I there may be some people that that's why we have these podcasts for newer players. Just because it's there doesn't mean you should spend all your materials on this. Do a little research, listen to the podcast, see if it's worth it. <laughs> Don't just spend all your money just because it's something to do. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, this, yeah, I mean, like I said, it's still a cool idea. Um, pricing doesn't need to change then. But like you said, there still needs to be a little, at least an assurance in there. Yeah. But hey, it's something. I, yeah, I yeah, like yeah. the screen. I like the general idea. I just don't know yeah. if many people will be using this or should be using this. We will see. I mean, to be fair, if you do have the materials to burn and you are looking for a very specific <laughs> stat roll, then why not? Well, I'm hoping like, we'll hear. Know, yeah, when people test this in the wild. Yeah, I'm hoping to hear it's good stat rolls. Yeah. Well, I mean... And I'm also not saying it needs to be like great because, I mean, at the same time, you do kind of need that somewhat randomness. You still need to, you know, you can't make the stick too short for the carrot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you can't reach it too easy. There needs to be a little bit of something there, a little bit of risk. One of five million things they have to try and balance. <laughs> exactly. With all the different types of players of the game. Exactly. <laughs> Not a problem. That's like when they mentioned. Well, that's like when they mentioned uh, adjusting or increasing the lost sector exotic drops. It's like they don't want to do it too much because if they do it right. too much, it's raining exotics. But 
they do it too little, you're not going to feel it. Oh, it's almost like when you log in, they need to ask you like three different tiers. All right, what type of player are you? That's Ooh, the build yeah. we're going to That's the build we're going right. to the build of the game. <laughs> that is exactly. a hilarious idea that I almost kind of like. Although, <laughs> if the players play together, how easy will that be to kind of mm-hmm. separate things? But uh, who knows? <laughs> Almost like Minecraft and uh, loading into creative instead of survival. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> well, on this exact topic, one of kind of the last things they re-emphasized to us, which we've seen, but it really seems like they're going this way with... They've done this for the with the dungeons for a while, and now with the newest raid, the Root of Nightmares, they have a system where... Um, it's not full just one set RNG anymore. You can get increased RNG chances by running triumphs, completing yes. certain things. And the raid even had that this time where people are getting these triumphs completed and then they get a increased chance. Of course, they don't want to tell us what that means, but we'll take their word for it. And then we're getting increased chances on getting the exotic. So that's pretty cool. I think no one's upset about that because um, you actually have to do some work. It's not like the triumphs yeah. are mindless well yeah and, and one word that they keep throwing around in these things is deterministic so i mean it's still random but you do have a path to make random more favorable for you but there's yeah. a workable path to make random work for you just in case random doesn't work for you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and here's a fun example um shout out to a previous guest on the show and a streamer that we like uh, lock and load live i saw that she just barely got the raid exotic today after 22 runs and i'm pretty sure she would have been doing all or most of those triumphs pretty quickly being a high-end streamer that raids a lot and even with doing all of that it took her 22 runs to get (laughs) the exotic so you can still have a low chance but i I still i'm taking bungie's word for it that it's an increased chance so fingers crossed because i don't need another 60 runs up in me (laughs) on that one you know that I got it, right? Um, yeah, exotic, you, or did I ever... You did mention it. <laughs> I, I cast it out of my mind as soon as you got it. <laughs> I, I like that very faint and reluctant defeat in his voice whenever he's like, yeah, yeah, you mentioned it. <laughs> well, uh, that's pretty much the news of the week, unless there's anything else on your mind. Sin, Des, or Arrow. Otherwise, we can start talking about just some fun extra credit stuff at the end. No, that's, I mean, other than the, you know, little tidbits in the TWAB, they, uh, uh, yeah, you know what? Sorry. I probably should pull up the TWAB too, because I feel like the TWAB was mostly uh, a recap, but it was, it was, yeah, it was mostly a recap. Yeah. Um, they, the only big news out of the TWAB is the fact that the Grandmasters are coming, so the Conqueror title will start being available. Oh, mm-hmm. which one thing they do mention is, uh, I think we, skipped over it a little bit um even though like night like difficulty stuff will be coming sooner since we don't have power grind they are not intending to make the conqueror title available any sooner than what it is now so they're still looking at like week seven so okay there's that info they did say too i thought it was interesting it's cool the the cut scenes um they're, oh, adding yeah, the all the, yeah. Yeah, they're adding all the cutscenes to the YouTube yeah. channel as the archive, which is really cool. They say they're going to add, I think they said, um, like, a couple, or was it a few every couple months or something? I did find it interesting. They said, uh, where is this? Um, 
Can I share my recordings on YouTube? We ask that you leave the cutscenes up to us. We totally understand and allow clips to be used during your video creation for movie of the week or other content creation needs, but full cutscenes will need to remain on our channel. I feel like I watch full cutscenes uh, on the channel. Well, they you could, but also at the same time, like yeah, yeah, that has uh, that kind of because there is a there's a YouTube channel I watch that helps me keep up with things called the mm -hmm. Destiny Four Vault. And, yeah, uh, I've got the, yep. I watch it. Yeah, um, of course I think they shy away from a lot of pure cutscenes, but a lot of what they do is just basically record the existence right. of uh, dialogue. Dialogue, yeah, yeah. I mean, ultimately, um, this is really cool, like to be able to just yeah. go to Bungie's page and watch this stuff. Um, it was just yeah. an interesting layer, I thought that they got pretty it's, specific on that. It, it makes sense. It's um, yeah. <clears throat> Bungie's always been really good lenient. with the community. Yes. Anyway. Very lenient. 100%. They, yep. As you know, we can play Destiny music in our podcast for intros and outros as long as that's right. not the whole thing we're doing. So yep. this yeah, that's fine really if they want to say cutscenes are just up to us now. You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, that and it does, like, with as much charity work and stuff that they do, chances are, like, anything that they gain from this, uh, because I'm sure... Bungie will face some criticism about being money grubbing. It's it's basic, but um, I mean, with as much charity work as they do, chances are anything that they gain extra from doing this is probably just going to go on to the, to the ten blue million freaking charity efforts that they have. Yeah, 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 <sighs> yeah. yeah. And they are big about that for sure. Yeah, because I mean, isn't aren't even there like their are they? Even subscribable on Twitch, they probably are, but I'm wanting to say that they, even there, they like put all those proceeds to some charity. Yeah, I kind of recall that as well, right? I think so. Yeah. So that that's that's good news. Excellent news there too. Thanks for, yeah. thanks for bringing that up. Yeah. Indeed. So yeah, <laughs> don't just post cutscenes anymore because <laughs> they're full cutscenes. Yeah. yeah, full cutscenes. You can do clips, but <laughs> yeah. Well, basically. That's what one another thing I do like about Bungie is the they do uh, adhere to the transformable like copyright rule, right? As long as it's not the entire thing, you can use a snippet to like enhance whatever you're doing. That's fine. Um, you can have like if it's part of your gameplay, it could still be there. You're still fine, but as long as you're not like just intending to show essentially a movie, um, which like, <laughs> sadly does kind of. Nip, nip some people in the bud, but yeah, well, <laughs> it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, ninety percent of content creators aren't even going to be touched by this anyway. So, right. Oh no, yeah. Uh, how full is your vault, Arrow? Dude, I uh, <laughs> I made enough room a while back. I think I'm like five fifty five or something. I. <laughs> I uh yeah I have trouble deleting stuff even to this day. <laughs> I got blues in there, like oh god, yep, old school. <laughs> Just a fun little great. side question I had. <laughs> Mine's oh, getting full. I haven't been paying attention, but guess what? Full is for me. It's only two hundred and eighty nine. Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Oh, I need. I, I'm. I'm using. I'm like still using. Months. <laughs> I'm still using my postmaster right now. Like I had, oh yeah, I don't know, yeah. like ten in there. I got that down to like four and locked them. And not <laughs> that I need to be using my postmaster, but I'm like, I'm not taking it out of there. Just stay there for now. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, even like with my OCD said, brain, like it's like I'm I'm taking advantage of these storage areas. Yeah, yeah, and then, or like Sin said, we might as well use another ten that we can store in the postmaster for um, the Senate shards, and then even if you need to place more, you can get most of it back if you place them into class items. If you just need to burn some, even if you don't need to know what you want yet, and then you can melt those later and get. I think it's like 80 or 90% back. Um, so not yeah, bad on that. Is. It's pretty good, though. It's pretty good. Yep. Well, we had a lot of fun talk tonight. We talked about what you've been up to. We reminisced. We talked about Destiny. And anything else you want to bring up is fine. But I do have a bonus question that we like to ask guests when they come on the show. Awesome. And it's a very, very complicated question. <laughs> no. What's your favorite dessert? Favorite dessert? Oh, that's, that's probably kind of complicated for me. <laughs> it can be. It can be. Yeah. I'm a, definitely a sweets person, but I, I'm like all over the place. If I'm like going to go to bed and sit down and, well, I'm a midnight snacker, so first and foremost, but like you can't beat just a, a little Debbie or some oreos with a glass of milk i love milk so like that's that's up there but if it's like middle of the day um you said dessert right did you say dessert yeah you yeah. can take us however you want <laughs> well see i was gonna say i'd throw candy in there man because i'm definitely a candy eater so like if it's middle of the day or something give me some like fruity sweets candy sugary candy and i'm i'm doing pretty good too um, but yeah, that's, I love my milk and cookies though, or Twinkie. I haven't had a Twinkie in forever. See what you're doing. I might have to pick you're coming up with <laughs> lots of ideas. I, I love it. That's why I love asking. Yep. Now, if you're talking like cooked dessert, I'm picking like all this stuff store-bought, like, um, you can't beat like, a, a angel food cake, like strawberries and whipped cream oh, or something like oh, that. Yeah, or, yeah. yeah, that's all good. Or just a classic store-bought, like double layered chocolate cake. Mm. Huh. See, I just you know, have the I say store bought. <laughs> yeah, when I say store bought, I mean like the you still make it, um, but you, oh, yeah. it comes with the icing, you know, and that I, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh my parents would make me that growing up. That's a good one too. Ch of course with milk, though. It's, it's all centers around a glass <laughs> of milk. <laughs> oh, excellent. Well, you know, no worries. And if we ever have you on again, then I can narrow it down next time so you won't have to think as much. <laughs> yeah, no, that sounds awesome. You guys are great. I really appreciate you having me on. It's been a pleasure. Um, of course. Yeah, we better let you go. So we had a wonderful talk tonight. But um, before we truly go, um, just tell everyone like how people can find you. Um, and also, we have put a link for your Discord and our Discord, but just kind of remind remind everyone all your all your deets. Yeah, yeah, no, I appreciate it. Again, thank you to you guys. It's been so cool catching up over the last little bit. Obviously, we've talked here and there over over a period of time, but um, it's been a pleasure. Um, love jumping in your Discord, too. Um, and a shout-out to the Dirt fam, Destiny Reset. Love all you guys. Uh, love the team. You can find me now. I'm, I'm still Arrow Knight in the game. A lot of you are friends with me, Arrow Knight with a zero. Um, but uh, on Twitter and, and all the kind of social feeds, you can find me at Lance Muser. Um, and uh, our uh, our new channel, probably the best way to find all our links uh, on the channel my family and I create is Endmuser. Like you said earlier, it's E-N-D-M-U-S-E-R, and the Twitter's at Endmuser. So uh, you can find that, uh, Endmuser Gaming. It's probably where you'd look on YouTube, and then we've got all the links in the 
the uh, banner and stuff on the channel. But um, yeah, no, really appreciate it, guys. It's been a lot of fun. Um, I, uh, I look forward to chatting more and, and maybe playing some Destiny together and with some of you guys. Oh, thank you so much. And uh, real quick, you can find our show at theguardianhub.com. The best hub on the net. Thank you, Sin. Thank you, Des. Thank you so much, Arrow Knight. We really appreciate you being on tonight. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to this week, and have a good one. No land beyond. Bye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>